up on today's federal newscast. A breach at an FBI Academy Alumni Association puts the personal information of hundreds of federal officers out into the public. One member of Congress tells the Pentagon to hurry up with its multi-billion dollar cloud contract. And the Veterans Affairs Department finally has its second in command. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The personal information of hundreds of federal agents and police officers appears to have been stolen from websites affiliated with alumni of the FBI's National Academy. Authorities are investigating a posting by a hacker group which contained the personal information of at least 1,400 employees of the FBI, Secret Service, Capitol Police, U.S. Park Police, and other federal agencies, as well as police and sheriff's deputies in North Carolina and Florida. The records included home addresses and phone numbers, emails, and employers' names. The FBI National Academy Associates says the information appears to come from the websites of three of its local chapters, which has nearly 17,000 members nationwide and in 174 countries. More than two dozen House Homeland Security Committee members want more money for DHS's Cyber and Infrastructure Security Agency. They ask House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Nita Lowry and Ranking Member Kay Granger to increase the overall allocation for DHS's cyber efforts. They say investment in federal civilian cybersecurity has not kept pace with threats, and over the last few years, CISA has shown its value. The Bureau of the Fiscal Service relaunches its Citizens Financial Guide, hoping to make government spending data more transparent. It's called Your Guide to America's Finances, and it gives users an annual snapshot of federal revenue and spending, as well as the deficit and the federal debt. Bureau Commissioner Kim McCoy says the guide provides answers to commonly asked questions from the public. The Bureau has been collecting those questions since last June. One member of Congress wants the Defense Department to get on with its Jedi Cloud contract. House Armed Services Subcommittee on Intelligence, Emerging Threats, and Capabilities Chairman Jim Langevin says the endless challenges to the $10 billion contract are holding up capabilities DOD needs. Last week, DOD reported back a clean internal investigation into whether Amazon Web Services had an unfair advantage with the contract. After more than a year of court battles, the Pentagon's new policy on transgender military service is now in effect. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The policy largely reverses a change DOD made during the Obama administration. Existing military members will be allowed to continue serving, but will have to meet all the standards for their birth gender. Going forward, the department will treat a diagnosis of gender dysphoria as disqualifying for anyone who wants to join the military unless they've shown stability in their biological sex for at least the previous three years. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Two senators want to know whether the thrift savings plan would take a hit if federal employees could divest from fossil fuel companies. Democratic Senators Maggie Hassan and Jeff Merkley asked the Government Accountability Office to review the TSP's investment portfolios and identify companies which pose a risk to climate change. Hassan and Merkley say some defined contribution plans are addressing investment risks from climate change. They want to know how the TSP's overall financial performance would change without fossil fuels. 
Two senators want to know how climate change would potentially impact the defense supply chain. Senators Jack Reed and Elizabeth Warren send a letter to the Government Accountability Office asking it to study the potential impact climate change could have on defense contractors, as well as how the Pentagon considers climate change during the contracting process. DOD recently conducted an analysis of its effects on military facilities. However, the senators are looking to expand on that to see how climate change puts military contractors at risk. There are still oversight gaps with the Small Business Administration's women-owned small business program. GAO finds SBA has yet to implement recommendations to help monitor third-party companies which screen applicants for eligibility. In fiscal 2017, SBA reported 40% of its sample of women-owned small businesses receiving contracts under the program were not eligible to receive them. James Byrne is nominated to be Permanent Deputy Secretary for the Veterans Affairs Department, a role he's been acting in since last August. He's also been VA's General Counsel since August of 2017. VA has been without a permanent number two since former VA Deputy Secretary Tom Bowman retired nearly 10 months ago. Senate VA Committee Chairman Johnny Isaacson says he expects his committee will hold a confirmation hearing in the coming weeks. The Army Corps of Engineers has a new CIO. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Devarius Peoples gets the nod to lead the Army Corps of Engineers technology as his chief information officer and the director of corporate information. Peoples comes over to the Army Corps from the Army Network Enterprise Technology Commander, NETCOM, where he served as the deputy to the commanding general, senior technical director, and chief engineer since July 2018. He starts at the Army Corps on April 28th. Peoples has had a long career in government, working at the Office of Personnel Management, the National Security Agency, and DISA. Peoples replaces Greg Garcia, who moved on to be the deputy CIO of the Army last October. I'm Jason Miller. And the Defense Department has a new top flack. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan taps Jonathan Rath Hoffman as Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs. Defense News reports Hoffman has been interviewing for the job for the last six weeks. Hoffman will move over from the Homeland Security Department, where he's Assistant Secretary for Public Affairs. Among earlier posts, Hoffman served on the White House Homeland Security Council. He's also a major in the Air Force Reserve Judge Advocate General Corps. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. (music) 